Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're going to be talking about Tisha Stokes' leaked phone call that everybody is talking about. In fact, viewers actually have requested me to take a peek at it, and they wanted to know my thoughts, so here's the video. So if you're new to my channel, welcome to my channel, and if you want to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button and click that notification bell. Also, give it a like if you support this video, and share it where you can. With that being said, let's get into it. So this is a 45 minute call that happened before Tisha got arrested. This was on February the 16th and it's between Tisha and an anonymous caller. This caller doesn't personally know Tisha, but they connected through social media. So in the beginning of the call, Tisha was making herself look like a hero because she was the one who raised the kids. She did talk about Landon and talked about how she couldn't care for the kids. She did, however, give a compliment to Landon's parents. She said they're really great people and they helped look after Lena and Gannon. Now she did allude to a little bit about Landon and how she could have possibly done this and taken Gannon and she just alluded to it, but she did say this. Let me ask you this, if you're with someone who continues to get charged with crimes, do you stay with them or do you make sure you get away so you don't lose your children? What's your answer to that? So it's making her look like the hero in this statement. Now I do want to mention throughout this phone call, it's kind of garbled up and I will put the link below so that you can hear the whole call but it is a little bit garbled in places, almost like it was some sort of Skype type thing on through the internet. And then she goes on to talk about Landon and how it made sense that it w could be her that did something like this. She said, why someone who would do things not necessarily to hurt someone, but a rational decision to get what they need. Now I'm gotta tell you, she talks in half sentences throughout this call. So it's a little bit, difficult to understand sometimes what she's trying to say because she talks in half sentences and then switches gears. So it's a little weird. So she was talking about making sense and she says why someone would do things, not necessarily to hurt someone, but a rational decision to get what they need. Then they talk about Gannon getting out of the car. And this is what Tisha says. They already proven that Gannon got out of the car. The police already know that. They already proved that from forensics. Forensics show hot, cold things like that that can show people get out the other side. Different things like that. If you thought for a second they thought that and I just didn't bring him home, do you think they would not be following me everywhere and see where I took him? So this is interesting because she's talking about, again, Gannon getting out of the car. But I did do another video that talks about Crime Online, her interview with them and how she's starting to say, well, wait a minute, that, that, this can't be right. My vehicle wasn't in the driveway that afternoon. Roderick got it wrong. And it's funny now looking back at some of these comments or statements because she says, if you thought for a second they thought that and I just didn't bring him home, do you think they would not be following me everywhere and see where I took him? Well, no, because they were, they were, t they were following you, Tisha. <laughs> and when you also think about this, this is February 16th, like I mentioned. This was two weeks and a few days, just like two and a half weeks after Gannon went missing. 
and she had already done her interview with her head turned. She already started doing all these things on the internet. And what I find interesting is she's going to take a stranger's phone call or she's reaching out or however that works. She's talking to this stranger about it to plead her case, right? So she talks about the opportunity doesn't she doesn't have and she talks about not having opportunities all over the place. So she goes on to say this. So that's the thing, like people don't understand, like I didn't even have the opportunity to even, you know, take in anything emotionally or did anything emotionally because I've had to like completely talk to FBI agents, this person, that person, yada, 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 yada. And it's just, it's just so hard. First off, don't bring Seinfeld into it. So she's talking more about how she doesn't have this opportunity. She couldn't bring anything emotionally to the table. So she's backing up why she's not emotional about this, why she's not crying, because she can't. Because she's had to talk to FBI agents, that's why she's not emotional. And, or this person and that person. She's having to keep busy all over the place, so that's why she's not emotional. And it's very hard. Then she talks about the search a little bit, again, all over the map. And she says, this is how we have to look at it. From day one, they have been searching, so we haven't made an error in searching. There is no error in judgment in the searching part. Where is the error in judgment, Tisha? Like, she's saying, oh, okay, the, the, we all haven't made a mistake in searching. That's what we should do, search. It gets really bizarre, this statement. Now that we know a lot more, she's having some issues keeping it together, I guess, or keeping her story together. Then she starts talking about Douglas County and she says, I went to the Douglas County area because we were going to buy a bike for my husband for Valentine's Day. But I never went to some of these places that they're looking. So I think it's precautionary. At this point, February 16th, she's saying, yeah, I was in Douglas County because I was going to go buy a bike for my husband. So she's admitting to it. And I've said this in my previous videos. She brings truth to the table. It's just in little bits of pieces to all her lies. So she's consistently doing a backup of a backup because she wants to get her version out there of what she actually did, if that makes sense. So in here, she's justifying why she was in Douglas County. And we do know from other videos, she talks about Play It Against Sports, and that was also in the Crime Online articles. And then the caller says, did you go to the Petco that they said it's like three Petcos away from your house twice that day? And there was a pause. She just paused. And then she says, three Petcos? Honestly, I don't. The reason we went that way is because we were going to go talk to someone about the Play It Again sports and about the bike. So if I went to Petco, I'm sorry that they're all freaked out that it was the wrong Petco. Now, I just want to throw it in there. There's Play It Again sports right near that Petco. So in this statement before where she was talking about Play It Again sports and Douglas County, that makes me think she was bringing Play It Again sports of Castle Rock into play. But in Crime Online, it was very uh, muddled as to which place she actually went. Was she talking about Play It Again sports in Castle Rock or was that actually Douglas County? Now back to Petco. 
the caller starts talking about how she was described as being frantic in there and she bought three dog coats. And Tisha, which is interesting, doesn't bring up her frantic at all, which I found interesting because if she had a backup of that, then she would have said something, right? She would have brought that into play, but she avoids this one big time. And she says, and I think that's super important. And then she says about the dog coats, but think about what you just said, like, come on now. So I'm guilty for buying three dog coats. And again, no mention of being frantic. She says, I went to Petco and do you know how they know I went to Petco? Because I told them, she kind of laughs. And then she says, I told them to get the camera footage at Petco. I didn't even have my phone on me so they wouldn't even have known I was at Petco if I hadn't told them. Yeah, because Petco is a serious piece to this puzzle because she wanted to be seen at Petco. Then they were chatting a little bit more and she said, we all had to leave the house. They have my car, they have everything. I couldn't go back to work. I don't have my passport to work my second job because you always have to have a passport at the airport. I can't do anything because they have it and they think that, that it's going to break me, but none of that is gonna break me because I'm innocent. And so that's where I'm trying to keep my saneness, that's her word, I'm trying to keep my saneness, is knowing that they can take everything from me, but when you take something that is a person that can't be replaced, and then she fixes her sentence and says, when someone comes take a person that can't be replaced, people cannot, cannot function like that. So I have a couple questions in this. She says, I couldn't go back to work. I don't have my passport to work my second job because you always have to have a passport at the airport. She works at the airport. Where does she work? If you know what her job was at her second job or if there was a second job, let me know in the comments below. I'd super appreciate it. And she also said, I couldn't go back to work. Well, yeah, you can't go back to your regular job that you just got hired at because you got fired at it. And she talks in a circle jerk. I call it a circle jerk because she's not really answering. She's just circle jerking around the situation, especially in the sentence when it's like, um, they can take everything from me, but when you take something that is a person that can't be replaced, when someone comes take a person that can't be replaced, people cannot, cannot function like that. What are you trying to say? And here is the golden line of the entire phone call. My mentality is to always to think next step. That's what she said. Yes, it is. She planned it and she has to think one step ahead. That's why she's taking this phone call. She's got to get her version out there, right? We've seen this everywhere. Now, she says, I've already gotten over who would have done this and why I put that behind me. Because God forbid she has to actually talk about what happened. Because I've been in that mode for weeks trying to figure out who I could punish for this. So now I'm in the mode of being like, and then she starts talking about her husband. So again, circle jerking. 
I think it's very important when she says she's always thinking next step and I've already gotten over who would have done this and why and I put that behind me. Well, yeah, of course you've gotten over who would have done this because it was you and why you did it because it was you and you don't want to talk about it. So look, I've already gotten over all that. Let's not talk about that there. Let's talk about how I'm in the mode right now who we could point the finger at, right? She says, because I've been in the mode for weeks trying to figure out who I could punish for doing this. Who can I blame to make them look at them instead of looking at, right? And she talked about they had the American dream, there was five people in the family, they have two dogs, they made $180,000 together. And then she says, somebody don't just wake up like I'm throwing this out the door today. That's not how it works for a normal person. And then the caller says, what do you think happened? Like, honestly, do you think he's okay? Honestly. She just chimes right in and says, at this point, I want to keep all my faith and know that Gannon is okay. But, and I know that if he was doing something with someone just hanging out, he would tell them quickly, like, hey, my mom, my dad, my stepmom, I'm gonna be grounded, I gotta go. Or even it would be a day or two and he would have to say, oh my gosh, I'm probably going to lose my entire technology for a year, but I better go home or else. It's interesting the order she put that in of mom, my dad, my stepmom. So she's already probably feeling, in my opinion, this could be not right, but it's interesting how she put the mom and dad together first and then her. So she may have felt like the third wheel in regards to Gannon. And I'll talk about that in a minute. She then talks about the family dynamic a bit. She talked about Lena and how Tisha pretty much raised her, you know, since two years old. And... She said that Gannon was his Nana's favorite. And she said she's helped in his upbringing so much where Lena, it was me pretty much since she was two. I've been in her life since she was two. But Gannon, you know, it's his Nana. And for her to not even have heard from him, she would be the person he'd reach out to if he was still gone and not wanting to come back. That Last little bit's a little odd because she said she would be the person he'd reach out to if he was still gone and not wanting to come back. Well, he is still gone, but you know where he is. And here's where it gets interesting as well. This whole thing is interesting. She says that person who done this, the person who picked him up and took him, that they'll just decide that it's time to come out. It's time to come let us know. I'm pretty confident and people knowing some idea of who it could have been or things like that. I'm confident in that and I can't give those details. You see how it's a circle jerk again? It Just me reading it's like, what the heck am I even saying? And this is word for word. I listened to this call twice, but I rewound several times so that I could get the proper exact word she's saying. And she says, She's obviously alluding to somebody who picked him up, but I thought you said that he was a runaway, right? But she says, I'm pretty confident in people knowing some idea 
of who it could have been or things like that. I'm confident in that and I can't give those details. And then the caller says, you're confident in who you'd think did it? And she says, no, I'm not gonna say that. Didn't you just say that? She says, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm just gonna say I'm confident in the person who did. That they're going to break down, that they are gonna give in. Circle jerk. Then she says, that's why I'm so adamant about us trying to show the love. Trying to show the love, right? See, the hate's been put on me so much. Think about it. If a person goes out there in a group, don't you see that they'd probably already been out of Colorado by now? They would have already been gone somewhere and said, wow, no one is even focusing in on me. No one is even focusing on this. That's how they would look at it. That's a criminal mentality. And she talked a little bit about being in the interview room and then the authorities saying, well, yeah, a criminal would just want to go. And she actually said uh, something about being 100 feet away from her home. Now, the other piece I look at that I went, what did you just say? Because she's saying, don't you see that they'd probably already been out of Colorado by now? They would have already been gone somewhere and said, wow, no one is even focusing in on me. No one is even focusing on this. And this is where I wonder that she did leave the state of Colorado that Tuesday to Wednesday when she rented the car. Because she's giving a little bit of info, maybe almost saying like, no one's even focusing on me or this. They're over there and I'm over here. So maybe that could have been all that mileage and she did leave the state. Obviously we don't know yet, but I found that interesting. Then she's on the same subject about somebody taking him. And she says, more and more I spent the last three weeks like ripping anybody apart that would have thought, and then she changes her sentence, even the people in the past that maybe I hadn't even, you know, talked in a while, you know, past boyfriends, you know, something. I went to go investigate these people and I've been doing it adamantly because that's the mode I've been thinking. What's interesting in this line, well, she she tells the caller about how she's been spending the last three weeks focusing on who could have done this. And she's ripping anybody apart, you know, in her past that maybe would have done it. And she said, I went to go investigate these people and I've been doing it adamantly because that's the mode I've been thinking. So where are you going to investigate these people? I went to go investigate these people. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
that tells me, in my opinion, that she went somewhere. Not to investigate the people, but she, this is her backing up, like, look, this is why I left the state. Because I went to go investigate these people. And if you look at anything and find out the truth, you know that I've went somewhere to, to not do something, but to investigate the people. You know what I'm saying? This is kind of what it looks like, in my opinion. And I've been doing it adamantly because that's the mode I've been thinking. Yeah. So this ties in with her earlier statements of, I got to point the finger. I got to let somebody else look at something different, not at me. And so now I'm investigating the people that could be in charge of doing this. So then she talks about, I went through things I was going to purchase on Craigslist, things like that. I wrote them all down. That's what I've been doing. Because I refuse to look in a ditch or a pond, not because I'm being insensitive. I just can't take my heart to go do that. But in earlier in the call, you said that you couldn't be emotional. And that's why you weren't being emotional. But now you're saying, I just can't take my heart to go do that. I thought you were so busy talking to FBI and everybody that you didn't have a chance to be emotional. But now you don't want to go search for your stepson in a ditch or pond. Is he in a ditch or pond? Is that, what, is that what's bringing your mind? That he's somewhere in a ditch or a pond? And when she was talking about Craigslist, she was saying she was talking with authorities and giving them like, here, this is the list. Here, I'm going to help out. This is what I've been doing because I've been looking on Craigslist. See, look somewhere else other than over where he actually is. Tisha, it's not about you, okay? Because I refuse to look in a ditch or a pond, not because I'm insensitive. I just can't take my heart to go do that. If you are a parent or a loved one, who's had your loved one disappear, you're not going to give a rat's you-know-what about not being able to look in a ditch or a pond. Because I'd be pulling my hair back, ripping up my sleeves and going, I'm finding him and I don't care where I have to look. Then she talks about more of the search. Search, search, search. This is her words. Search, search, search. Where do I search? Like, how do I get past where do I search? Or what do I do? At this point, we need a reward. So she's fed up that people are even searching. This is my take on it. Search, search, search. Where do I search? Like, why is everybody talking about searching? Blah, blah, blah. Like, how do I get past where do I search or what do I do? Get past what? And then at this point, we need a reward. Now, I do got to say in my last video, I did say ransom money. And that was a Freudian slip because I was thinking that, but I didn't mean to say ransom money. But that's what I was thinking. So she didn't say that. That came out of my mouth. But it's interesting. She says, all this searching, we just need a reward. At this point, we need a reward. Why are you planning on giving a tip so you can find Ganon, so you can get a reward? Like what? Then the caller talked about Tisha's profile pic. And I did speak of this in my previous videos because Tisha had a profile pic of Ganon and Lena. I don't know if you saw it. Let me know if you saw it. And 
he was waving by. They were in Hawaii. He was waving by and then he went and ran and went into the water off the dock. So did Lena. So the caller says, look, Landon was upset at this and it's distasteful. And Tisha gets riled up. You could hear her voice change and she says, I'm not going to play into that. I'm sorry. You're not going to tell me it's distasteful. That picture of them playing in Hawaii, waving goodbye or hello with a sister. See, that's pettiness. I'm going to leave what I have up there and I'm not going to appease her, meaning Landon, because that's just, and then you can't hear what she says because it's garbled. And then she says something. Uh, she says something waving goodbye. She doesn't say someone. She says because of something waving goodbye. Why can't it be hello? That actually makes me think of when she was in her interview with her head turned to the camera with Spencer Wilson. And she says, I'm Tisha Stoke, which is Gannon's stepmother. No, you, who is, not which is. And she says something waving goodbye. It's like just treating like an object, right? She's not saying like, oh, because Gannon's waving goodbye. She does say in that clip, she does say, I, I love him. That's the picture. But it is in poor taste, especially knowing what we know. Imagine how the authorities are looking at it. Never mind. Imagine how Landon and Al are looking at it. It's just disgusting. But you see that and it's like, what in poor taste? You're waving goodbye and then going like that to me is disgusting. So that was the call in a nutshell is about 45 minutes. Now, since we are talking about phones, let's talk about Tisha's phone. You know how she said she left her phone that day on the Monday. She left it at home conveniently or, you know, mistakenly left it at home, even though she said she took a selfie. Then on camera, she was talking about in her interview again, how she said that people said she disappeared. And I did do a clip in, even in my last video showing her talking about people say I disappeared. I didn't disappear. But I thought about that too. It's like, well, people thought she disappeared on that Tuesday, which is the day she rented her car. It's because she had crap to get done. She was on another mission. She left her phone wherever she left her phone because she didn't want it pinging anywhere. And so people are saying she disappeared because they can't get a hold of her because her phone's not with her. I'm still looking at the maps and trying to look at different times of the day and where she could have gone. And I will put that in another video. I'm hoping to get a few more things together before I do that. Now, also, just as a reminder, Al has filed for divorce and that's gonna be dealt with tomorrow, March 17th. Let's have a chit chat below so we could talk about this crazy call. Let me know what your thoughts are on this. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.